Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you need photos or videos, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions is the team to get the job done. If you need a photo for a pageant, or if you need a special event, or you have a special someone, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions is the team to get the photos done. If you need a wedding videography, a commercial, or some edits for a video, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions is the team to get the videos done. So no matter if you're talking about photos or videos, consider Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions for your next photo or video project. Our special guest this week is Maria Darisavi. She is the newly crowned Miss Teen USA, Maryland, USA, 2021. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to her interview. She is a wonderful young lady. You're going to love her. That's why they crowned her. Stay tuned. And welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have our newly crowned Miss Maryland Teen USA. So uh, welcome to uh, welcome to the team. Welcome to uh, our great state. So I know you've lived here your entire life, but uh, it's always uh, a different step when you when you actually have the title around your waist. So, right. Um, I actually well, one of the reasons why I'm so excited to represent Maryland is that I actually didn't live here my entire life. Oh. I moved here um, at nine years old. So I've always had such a love and appreciation for Maryland. And that's really one of the main reasons why I'm so excited to have this title. It's because it's a state that I have so much pride in just because I didn't spend or I spent only half of my life here. Um, But I know that this is a state that has so many opportunities, not only for myself, but for all the people living in it. Okay, now you're just throwing in technicality. Like that that's long. That's pretty good. That's pretty, <laughs> like if anyone's going to stick uh, stick you on 9 years then then they're just like a stickler for rules. But that's a pretty good. You went through most of your your uh schooling in Maryland. So that that's pretty good. So Right. Uh, you know, I, I if you went through the Maryland school system and you have a Maryland high school degree, you're pretty much a Marylander. So in my opinion. Um so uh, the the question I always ask in my show is how you started your pageant career. So were you doing activities that lend it to do really well? Like were you doing cheerleading? Were you doing performances? Were you doing ballets? Or did you just happen to get right into pageantry right away? And how did that start? Yeah, so... Miss Maryland Teen USA was actually my first pageant, and I think the reason why I did well was because of the activities that prepared me um, in my life, just not even intentionally, but, you know, things like cheerleading, like you mentioned, really helped me with stage presence and presentation, and um, things like mock trial, model UN helped me think on my feet in terms of interview and on, on stage question. So a lot of the things that I did in my life, I also did dance for a short period of time, but many of the things that I did throughout high school and right before the pageant, not even thinking that it would factor into my performance really helped me out 
But I started the pageant just because, or I entered myself in the pageant just because I really wanted to, you know, do something for myself right before college, build my confidence. I loved watching Miss Universe and Miss USA on TV when I was younger, um, especially when I lived in Kuwait, because it was just a taste of the culture that I really appreciated so much. And, you know, right before college started, I wanted to do something for me. Um, and I figured why not do something that celebrates confidence and beauty, um, in women and empowers women so much. So I decided to do the pageant and here I am. All right. So let's break this down. So one, you lived in Kuwait for a long, for a while. So I guess your family is in the military. Um, well, technically no, uh, my father's Iranian and my mom is American. Okay. And so cool. I was born and raised in Kuwait. Um, That's awesome. Like, so what yeah. what's that experience like? Um, well, I love, you know, the culture of Kuwait so much, but it's really given me also a great appreciation for America and the culture we have here and especially the culture we have in Maryland. Um, growing up, I always looked to the United States as the land of opportunity, um, and it was always such a dream for me to be able to live. I never thought it could happen. But when I was nine years old, I moved here. I was lucky enough to be able to move here. And that's what, like I said before, it's one of the reasons why I'm so grateful for this title, because I'm able to spread the message of appreciating the opportunities we have, not only in Maryland, but across the United States. I mean, that's awesome. Um, I don't know of anyone that is a past title holder from Kuwait. So, I mean, <laughs> have you have you even looked that up to see do you have any fellow sisters from Kuwait? I, well, I actually have not. I was wondering, so I'm Iranian American. I have citizenship from both Iran and the United States. Which is and I was totally cool. If, thank you. I was wondering if there were any Iranian American title holders either past or present, but I couldn't find them. So, if you ever you know, I guess find them. Let me know because I'm I'm very curious about that. I mean, it would be an awesome panel to have. I'd love to see what the experience is. I mean, I think you'll definitely have something unique to stand on. I don't know if you want to go into public relations or television in any uh, standpoint, but you're definitely putting yourself in that direction. Um, for, for sure. Yeah, I I'm very inspired by you know the past title holders that have moved so far in their careers, um, not only in pageantry, but also, you know, in other directions. I'm so inspired, especially by Maryland title holders who, you know, have branched out into the entertainment business and, you know, things of that nature. But, you know, they're all, all the title holders that I've met have been so accomplished, not only in entertainment, but also in many, many other sectors. So you mentioned that you also did model UN and you did cheerleading. So for our, our younger listeners that are looking up to you, how do those two major activities in school really helped you to do well in pageantry? Um, so a major part of cheerleading is obviously just smiling, looking like you're having a great time cheering on whatever team you're cheering, cheering on, um, and, you know, performing dances, cheers, etc. So, I think that really helped me just because in pageants, you have to walk across the stage, make sure you make eye contact with the judges, smile a lot. 
um, and look like you're really having a good time. And I really genuinely was having a great time at Miss Maryland Teen USA. Everything that you saw on stage was so genuine. I loved the time I spent there. But I think my stage presence was really improved because or improved from what it could have been because of cheerleading and model UN um when I the conferences I attended um required me to stand up in front of over 200 people and speak on international issues and so I believe that helped me in the sense that I was able to speak clearly in front of you know the audience in on stage question but also articulate my thoughts well for interview and another part of Model UN is being able to answer, you know, hard questions about your proposals for, you know, resolution papers. And when I was asked hard questions on the final, the final five questions, I was able to answer them, well, maybe not as articulately as I would have hoped, but articulately enough to allow me to be here today. Well, I mean, I think that's... The real thing is like really just being able to sharpen your knife or sword to be able to come out and look like an expert. So did you feel very calm on stage um, during Teen Week and, and Miss USA Teen Week? And is that what, what you think really helped you to to excel? Honestly, I feel yes, I was very calm on stage. I was so but I was also so excited but that was just because I really had there was no thought in my mind that I could win I really was just there to have a really fun time interact with so many other young women that are so accomplished and you know just like I said before do it for myself build up my own confidence winning was never a possibility in my head um so I think that's why I ensured that I had so much fun on stage every time I went on. Now, I don't know if you looked at or, or heard about this, but a lot of your fellow sisters in the teen category are all first, first time winners, first time pageant winners. Do you have any idea on why that is? Is it because you guys have no expectations? Um, are just full of life, like, and, or what, what's your thought on it? Hmm. Well, for me personally, I don't want to make any assumptions about anyone else, but I think, you know, the reason that I came across well on stage was just because I was having so much fun. Um, because it was my first, like you said, I didn't really have any expectations for what could happen. I was just grateful to be there every step of the way. I remember doing um, you know, coming back for finals night and thinking that I wouldn't even make the top 15. Um, but when I did, I was so excited just because, again, I didn't even think it would be a possibility. And every step that I moved forward, whether that be top 10, top five, or even standing on stage in the final two, I was just so grateful to be there. And I think that really hopefully came across to the judges. Well, I mean, clearly it did. You won, so... <laughs> for you um does this uh in your mind put you in expectation that you need to come back and do other pageants or do you feel that you accomplish your goal and you're going to put school and your in your goals of your career uh now on the path that you want to go or what, what's your thought on that or is it still up in the air because you're still in this new uh, fog of winning? Well, I, 
I'm definitely extremely focused on Miss Teen USA right now. That's going on in November. So I'm so excited. I've been training every day, um, whether that just be, you know, figuring out what I want to do with my platform, interviewing women for seizure opportunities, working out at the gym. So pageant wise, I'm very focused on that. But alongside that, I think I'm a very, I'm very focused on my career and in school. Um, right now, I'm interning at the U.S. Embassy in Kuwait just because I really want to propel myself forward in my professional, in the professional sense. And then academically, I'm still at school in Alabama working towards my undergraduate degree. So I definitely think that I can split my time between both passions, you know, working towards Miss Teen USA while also working towards my education and career. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that it's I'm able to do both things. Well, and it's a natural gravitate, I guess. I you would be such a great ally for America if you would want to go down the diplomatic route, seeing that you automatically have dual citizenship and you lived a portion of your life in Kuwait, so you could be such a great ally for us to bridge that gap. I mean, do you is that too forward thinking, or I mean? I, I remember when I was a young adult and sometimes it was really hard to see the big picture. Do you see the big picture or is that just too much for you? Uh, well, I, I always try to, you know, one of the reasons why I'm so grateful for this title is because I really believe that I'm able to appreciate America because I didn't spend the majority of my life here. Um, I know that in this country, I have the opportunity to, you know, pursue my passions, regardless of what those might be. Um, I'm able to do what I want. I have freedoms. And I think, you know, with those freedoms and with the ability to seize my opportunities, I'm trying to do everything I can. It's one of the reasons why I entered this pageant, because, you know, I had the opportunity to, something that I might not have any other place. And, you know, long, with what you said about, you know, representing America as a, in a diplomatic sense, um, you know, that's one of my big goals. And because I appreciate America so much, it's just something that I'd really like to do. Well, what are you going to college for? What is the, what's the degree that you're seeking? Have you decided your major? Um, currently I'm flipping between, well, right now I'm in an international studies major with a minor in Chinese, um, hoping to pursue an accelerated master's program to pursue my master's in, um, public administration, but I'm debating between adding on political science as a double major, but we'll see right now, but it's definitely more catered towards the career that I'd like to go into. And you're trying to, to practice or learn, um, um, I always mess up their the proper name, Mag Magdalene. Um, Ma Man Man the Chinese language is called Mag Man Magdarin. Magdarin. Yes. Magdarin. So how's that going? Because I know the experience can be very hard, especially for older adults. How's that experience going for you? Well, I'm very grateful to have you know such amazing teachers since I started in my freshman year of high school. Um, and I, what I've noticed is that it's actually made learning other languages a little bit easier just because I think the degree of difficulty with Mandarin um, is sort of high. So whenever I try to learn another language that may, maybe might be more similar to English, it's a little bit easier. 
But um, it's so far, it's been great. I really love being able to learn about another culture through their language. And I'm so grateful for the teachers that I've had that have been able to share the Chinese culture with me through the language. Um, and I have such a great appreciation for the Chinese culture. Um, I love celebrating the Mid-Autumn Festival and, you know, seeing all the beauty of Chinese New Year. Um, and that goes for many other cultures as well. I And I think that's, again, one of the main reasons why I'm so excited to represent Maryland, because Maryland is, um, you know, a, the culture that I identify with the most. And I'm so excited for that. <laughs> so I would assume that you at least know how to speak well in two languages, correct? Yes. So, so you speak, is it Farsi? Is that the correct native language for Kuwait? Or is that wrong? Um, actually, Arabic is spoken Arabic. most, okay, yes, Arabic. predominantly there. Um, yes, so I speak some Arabic, and I also speak some Chinese, and I, of course, speak English. Um, <clears throat> and I did, I did used to speak Farsi, but unfortunately, being out of you know, the environment where it's spoken most, I haven't been able to keep it up as well as I would have liked to. So I don't c categorize that one as one I'm fluent in. Um, now, but... is Farsi considered to be like the more traditional language? Um, well, actually, the thing is with Arabic is it's, or Farsi rather, it's only spoken, or it's spoken mainly in Iran and the surrounding countries. Okay, um, gotcha. So it's the Iranian language. And then Arabic... Iranian. Okay. Yes. And then Arabic is spoken, of course, in Arab countries. And Kuwait has its own dialect, the Gulf dialect. So I speak some, I wish I could speak, you know, modern standard Arabic. I think it's so cool. And I think it's it's one of the more professional, or from my interpretation, at least, it's more professional, um, I guess, dialects. But I do speak some Kuwaiti Arabic. I mean, it's like American English and British English. They're, sort of. they're, they're similar, but there are words that completely mean something else. Um, like zebra and zebra, 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 so, um, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very interesting on how dialect changes, especially just in, uh, different areas of the, of the world as where, as well as like during time. So. Mm -hmm. Do you enjoy the the different dialects? Like, do you have a goal of speaking more than just a couple? Like, do you want to speak like five or six languages? Because it seems like at, at this point, you're pretty much on your way if you wanted to go down that route. <laughs> I mean, I would love to. Um, right now, I'm just trying to focus on maintaining my Arabic and Chinese. Um, but in the future, I would absolutely love to, you know, have the opportunity to learn more languages. I think, you know, a language is the door to a culture and, you know, really understanding, um, you know, a country's culture or a nation's culture for what it is. And I think being able to do that with more than just Arabic, Chinese, Farsi and English would be really amazing. Is it challenging to not be able to keep that fluent if you're not speaking it? Um, it is. Uh, but you know, with, I, oftentimes I consume, you know, Chinese or Arabic media. Um, Netflix has a really great selection of Chinese and, um, shows 
or Chinese shows and then shows in Arabic as well or movies. So I try my best to keep up with, you know, the languages through those means just because it's a lot easier than trying to seek out people that speak Chinese. And of course, I take classes in Chinese. So that's definitely um, a way that I maintain that and also learn more. I mean, that's a pretty good reason to learn multiple languages because there are so many great uh, programs that American uh, English speaking uh, Americans that don't have access to us because they wouldn't understand or have to read subtitles. So that's a perfectly good reason why you should learn multiple languages. Are you in, are you, are you under the assumption or in the belief that, um, making people learn multiple languages is, is, uh, the benefit and it should be a mandate or do you think that's just a personal preference? You know, I really haven't considered that honestly. Um, but my experience with learning languages has been so amazing. I'd love for, you know, anybody that has that ability to learn more languages than they already know. Um, as far as mandating it, I really haven't considered that at all. Maybe that's something I'll think about in the future. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, again, like I've said before, it's a very amazing experience to be able to learn another language, connect with another culture. So I'd recommend it to anybody that is interested. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. So do you think that learning the Chinese language is going to be the easiest way for you to um, get into the the State Department and do a job like be um, a foreign affairs? Is that the reason why you're learning um chinese uh, everyone in your generation i'm sure is being taught that you know if if united states goes on the same path china will probably be the the number one producer in all categories by the time you're an adult so i'm sure that's what you're being taught at this point so is that your thought is that might as well learn their language so you're ahead of the game Well, I started learning Chinese just one because I really had an appreciation for its history. I think it's so rich. Um, And as well as that, I initially, when I started high school, I wanted to go into international business. And I thought Chinese would be a great asset to that or um, not asset. I think having Chinese as a language that I know would have been a really great thing to just have when applying for roles in that field. But um, now I believe, you know, learning Chinese has definitely, I don't know, given me a different, a different perspective in the world. And I think that's, like I said before, I think that's one of the main reasons why I enjoy language learning so much is because it gives different perspectives. It allows me to see a culture for what it is instead of from an outside lens. So now that you've, uh, you've won teen, uh, USA, Maryland, and you're preparing, uh, what's that experience like? Um, Mm -hmm. do you feel overwhelmed, especially that you're going to college for the first time? Um, are you 
you're at a dorm, right? So are you at a house and or do you have roommates? Like do you have all those, those other experiences too that you're taking in is correct. Right. It's definitely been very um, busy for lack of a better way, way to say it. Um, I do live in a dorm with a roommate. Um, I'm getting the full college experience though, with the full experience of preparing for Miss Teen USA. Is that what you wanted? Um, well, I mean, I'm very grateful for it now. It was definitely like I said before. No, like the college experience. Like, was that the uh, college experience you wanted? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I am so lucky to be in this country and to be able to pursue an education, especially at the higher level. So, you know, being at college is something that I'm so grateful for and I'm so excited to begin, you know, having a roommate and being in a dorm and taking all these like different classes is something that I think is so, um, I guess, quintessential to the American college experience. And so experience, experiencing all of those things has just been really exciting and it's something that I'm very grateful for. So you had all that planned in your expectations and now you have to plan for a pageant. So right. how, how's that coinciding? I, I know that, uh, based on your, um, your Instagram that you're posting, you went to Atlanta with your fellow sister, uh, Miss, Miss Maryland, uh, and went dress shopping. Uh, did you, you think you picked out your dress that time? Um, What's your thoughts? Like, how far mm -hmm. down the rabbit hole have you guys gotten? Well, yeah, I I definitely didn't anticipate that this would be a part of my first year college experience, but I'm so excited that it is. I think it's definitely been a balancing act, but it's taught me how to, you know, really prioritize what's important to me and what is the best for my future. And Going to Atlanta was an amazing experience. I got to meet Sherry Hill, um, sponsor of Miss Teen USA, um, and I get to wear one of her beautiful gowns on the Miss Teen USA stage. So that was an amazing experience that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Um, and as well as that, I've just been able to do so many other things. I got to attend the Crab Festival in Southern Maryland, and I was able to attend a National Night Out event. Um, I've been able to speak at schools. And although those weren't things that I had thought that I would be able to do in my first year of college, I'm so excited that they are because it's definitely given me a lot of, or it's definitely taught me a lot of lessons, um, not only ones that you might think, but also has given me insight and it's given me things to take into my college career. Do you think that this is all stuff that you would like to do ongoing or this is just something that you that you're taking as a great experience and you're probably going to use that to help you with your future endeavors um it's definitely something that i'd love to continue everything that i've done so far is something that i've just really enjoyed um whether that be attending events or going to schools and interacting with people in my maryland community i've absolutely loved you know, being able to do that. And I'd love to continue it. Um, it again, like I said before, it's taught me so much and being able to constantly learn lessons from the people I interact with from my amazing state is just something that I think is so valuable. And I just, I like you, or to, in response to what you said, I'd love to continue it in my future. So, uh, so you, you met Cherry Hill. I, I have to, I have to, I just have to ask the question. Did you know who Sherry Hill was um, prior to this or 
um, were you actually a big closing person? You knew who Sherry Hill is. Because sometimes we, we, we don't really know. I mean, some most people know who, like, Versace is or Louis Vuitton. But um, did you know who Sherry Hill was before going into the pageant world? Yes, oh, of cool, course. Cool. Yeah, Sherry Hill's a huge name for girls my age. Um, she, at least for prom dresses, she was one of my favorites. Um, and a lot of my friends had her dresses for prom and raved over how amazing they were. And I actually wore a Sherry Hill dress in the Miss Maryland Teen USA pageant. Um, and she was, her designs are so amazing. And I think she's such an admirable woman, not only in her designing endeavors, but also in her life. Um, I admire how she's built a brand and, you know, of course I'm, I love her dresses. I'm definitely so excited to be wearing one on the Miss Teen USA stage and I'm excited for everybody to see it as well. So that was just a really like incredible life-changing experience then, I guess, then if, if that made such an impact then. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely meeting one of the people that you look up to and um, meeting someone that is very accomplished in their field is always something that I think is so valuable and amazing. You kind of skipped over it, so I don't want to... Um, how, how, have you at least picked out the color or the cut of the dress or the shoes you're going to wear or the evening gown? Or are you just not willing to to talk about that right now? Well, yes, everything, uh, everything has been picked out. The okay. dress, the shoes, I was able to design earrings with Jim Ball Designs. Ooh, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Custom yes. earrings? Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, but... What's your, sti- what's your style of earring? Um, I, like you said, I think I'm going to keep it a secret, make okay. a big deal on the Miss Teen USA stage. Um, but it's definitely... It's definitely something that I have not done before. Okay, cool. Um, are you going outside your comfort zone? Is that a great way to, to say it? Or are you saying, are you staying more yourself? I think I'm staying very true to myself and what I really like to see myself in. Um, I think one of the most important things that I've learned through my one pageant experience um is, you know, making sure that you feel confident on stage. And I picked out something that I knew I would feel confident in. Um, It's a color that I think really makes me feel most powerful and amazing. And I'm very excited for the effect that I think will have on me on stage. Do you have any upcoming public appearances that you're really excited to, to, to actually uh, appear at or to do zoom calls with uh, i know that in past years um you know public appearances are such a huge thing but with COVID still being such a huge issue it's not as prevalent or easy to to accomplish those goals well i'm actually about to go to houston texas with all 50 of my other sister team usa queens and i'm beyond excited for that it's going to be a weekend full of amazing experiences and I'm very excited for that but as well as that I'm hoping to visit more schools in Maryland after that right before the Team USA pageant just so I'm able to interact with my communities and remind myself of why I have this title and why I want or the message I want to put across when I'm on the Team USA stage. So what's the point of doing a an assembly like that and talking to 
the audience? Are you preaching, you know, working hard, uh, uh, trying to study? Like, what's the, what's the topic in which you, you speak on when you go to schools and, and talk to young children? Right. So when I go to schools, I love to share my platform, and that is Seize Your Opportunities. Now, I've gone into this a little bit before, but I was born and raised outside of the U.S. and moved here at a young age. And because of that, I was able to see the sheer amount of opportunities um, awarded to Americans and the opportunities that Americans are able to work for. And I'm so grateful to be here. I want everybody in this country and especially in Maryland to appreciate the opportunities they have and confidently seize them as well. Um, So when I go to schools, I spread the message of you know, how to seize your opportunities. Don't be afraid of failure. You know, try your best all at all times. Um, have faith in yourself. Just things like that to inspire confidence in our young, um, in our young <laughs> of Maryland. And, you know, truly allow them to, or allow them to have the message of being able to seize their opportunities as Americans. Do you think it's hard to get people to realize the benefits they have if they've always lived in the United States and and not had any struggles when it comes to food or um, just power or uh, water. Uh, Is that frustrating um, when you're able to see the benefits and the ease that things are here? Well, living in America today, I know I take so many things for granted. And even living outside of the U.S., I know I took so many things for granted as well. I don't think it's a, it's a frustrating thing. It's just something that, you know, I, I don't think many people are aware of. Um, you know, I remember I would come to the U.S. and see so many things that I would be so excited about. And now I see those same things and they're just mundane, everyday parts of everyday life. So um, I definitely don't blame anybody you know, isn't aware of, you know, the opportunities they have in this country. But my platform is trying to showcase that. And, you know, in that appreciation, make people or allow people to feel as if they can seize their opportunities and still confidence them in them to be able to seize their opportunities. Well, you had mentioned that you, you, during your speech, you try to show that, you know, all the benefits we have in the United States. And I just was wondering if you used any type of um, uh, chart or tool or, or, or some kind of experience that you use to really show that um, taking advantage of all the experience of all, all the experience that you have to really show and explain to people that this is the best opportunity you ever had to grow up in a country that, you know, women don't aren't restricted, you have fully opportunities, you know, you have opportunities that other countries don't have. I was just curious on how, um, how you try to help, because sometimes, like you were saying, sometimes it's a hard time for kids to even realize how fortunate they are because, um, they live and they grew up in America. Mm -hmm. Well, usually I begin, you know, everything that I say is straight from the heart of these schools. Um, but usually I begin with a book, uh, and then I explain the meaning of that book. Recently, I've been reading one that was been pu- that's been published by the UN, so really bringing in that international perspective. Um, and then I discuss the meaning of that book, and then I discuss seizing opportunities, the importance of that, and the importance of confidence in oneself when doing so.
I have a phenomenal friend. She's mm-hmm. a former Miss West Virginia, and her name is Andrea. And she actually works with a organized not for profit that works with the UN, and she works with the Refugee Project. And oh I, wow! I really think that um, that she would be such a great uh, mentor for you. Toward you, and I think the two of you would get along so well. She's very highly educated, and uh, you seem to be two of the same. Um, <laughs> and uh, I would love to connect you with her if if you would like to to meet her, because I think she'd be such a great mentor towards you. And uh, I could see her being a um, an ambassador one day as well. Um, she's in her uh, late twenties. Uh, early 30s so she's you know i i could see you in that direction i mean so oh for sure she sounds amazing i'd love to be put in connection with her oh, yeah i mean that's the most important thing um do you feel that you have all these connections now and finally have like it's like a key to a door that you didn't have do you realize that yet or are you coming to realize that because i know that you know, you're just re- really just getting over the fact that you won because the pageant, you know, it's been less than two months. So I'm sure you're still on this really high and you're going to college, too, for the first time. So it's got to be a um, mixture of emotions. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think that's an adequate or an accurate way to describe how I feel. Um, but I, I definitely think, like I said before, I think every connection that I've made is some is one that I really appreciate so much. I've been able to meet so many accomplishments and women um, in their respective fields, um, you know, from makeup artists to coaches to actors and actresses, entertainers, so many different people um, that have really inspired me in individual ways and have made many impacts on me. Um, because of their different perspectives and their different careers. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-338. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. So you're you're still, it, sound, it, it sounds like you still haven't decided exactly because you, you have like three, three avenues for college then. So if... I guess you're going to you're going to double up your classes so you can graduate within 3 years is that the goal? Cuz I um, thought I thought I heard it that way cuz Well, I'm hoping to pursue an accelerated masters program at the University of Alabama and if I wanted to do that I would have to like I guess sort of what you said try and take as many classes as possible just so I'm able to graduate in 4 years. Um but I, if I did that, then I would be able to graduate with my master's and my bachelor's degrees, which would be amazing. Um, oh, so you want to graduate at the same time with both your bachelor's and your master's. See, I, that went over top of my head. Wow. No. Okay. Now, 
is there a reason why you want to excel and do two programs at once then? Um, well, I definitely just want to ensure that I'm able to begin my career as soon as possible. I have so much passion for what I do, and I'm so excited to get out into the workforce and begin my work, um, you know, celebrating internationality and celebrating America. And being able to get out of college faster would mean that I'd be able to pursue those dreams faster as well. And the field that you're going, the field that you're going to pursue a master's is, I guess, a minimum requirement then, right? The experience, I guess, let's just take it back. Is experience not as important? I mean, have you looked at the jobs that you want to go into? Is experience not as heavily um, weighted into than, than having a master's degree? Well, that's something that I definitely looked into, but I'm trying to get my experience simultaneously as I pursue my education. Oh. So right now, I'm currently doing an internship. Um, over the summer, I did an internship, and last year, I also did a government internship. So I've had three of those, um, and, you know, I've been able to gain so much experience and, you know, gain insight into the career that I want to pursue. So it, I would definitely say experience is so important to me, and but alongside that, you know, being able to be educated is very important as well. Well, do you feel, I mean, I'm getting this. Do you feel like you don't have enough time? Like, do you feel like time is ticking away? Because I mean, you're, have you even turned 18 yet? Are you, are you still 17? No, I'm 18 years you're 18, old. You're, you're 18. Okay. So you're 18. Okay. So like, if you want to do both at the same time, which most people would be like maybe 26, would that be the right average? So you, are you feeling if you waited and did everything normal course of time by the age of 26, that would be not like productive? Is that the right way to say it? Um, no, not necessarily. I think I'm just at, in general, I'm a very ambitious person for better or for worse. Um, and I think with that comes a drive to succeed. And for me, success is doing as much as I can, um, as best as I can. So, you know, I take that, that, uh, I guess, mantra into education as well and my own education. And one of the reasons I value it so much is that because my grandmother who, um, my, my grandmother who was not American had to stop her schooling at age 13, just because of the culture she lived in. And it's one of the reasons why I value education so much today um, in the United States. Well, I mean, that's a perfectly good reason to advocate for women's rights and for women to go as far as possible as they want to. So, I mean, uh, and uh, I'm really thankful that you're able to come to our country and, um, and to get the education that you want so i'm really happy that and uh i'm happy that your grandma instilled that you you should do that so clearly she learned enough to know that um she she needed to teach the next generation so there, there's there's enough positive that she rubbed that off on you so take that as a positive you know maybe she didn't have formal schooling but she definitely had street smarts or like uh, you know um yeah so for um, sure, for sure. Right. So, I, I guess I'm the way I'm sounding to me that 
you're always in the pursuit of another challenge, right? Because at one step you did cheerleading as a challenge, one step you did model model UN as a challenge. Now you're you did pageants as a challenge, and now you're doing college as a challenge because you're not just doing a normal degree. You're you're doing your master's on top at the same time. Am I not getting the right picture here? Am I am well, I trying to understand how your brain functions, how you are as a human being? <laughs> well, just to clarify, um, I have to apply later in my college career to the master's program. But, but you're working towards it, right? So that's yes, the most important, yeah. right? Because right, you can still recruit those credits. So, yeah. So Yeah. So, I, I mean, I definitely think um, you're getting a good picture. I, I definitely would describe myself as ambitious and, you know, always striving for success. Just because of the background I have, I know how important it is to seize opportunities as an American. And because of that, I think it's that's why the way I am. Well, you know, why be a cookie cutter and be like everyone else? The only way you stand out is doing something different. So I commend you for doing that. And uh, I really want uh, a Maryland res representative win Teen USA. So I really encourage you to be yourself. You know, tell them all about the stuff that we've talked about for the last hour. You know, I know it's hard in a five minute interview, but um, you know, I don't think it's going to be that hard to wow those judges um like you did in maryland you know thank, thank you hopefully <laughs> no i i think uh i think that a lot of people put like too much emphasis on and you know you know it's the that no it's just another pageant the only difference is now you're competing with people from other from other states but you've been doing that your entire life i mean in your in your perspective you've been competing against people from of another country your entire life. So this should be nothing but just another day of your life. I mean, is that fair to say, or do you not look at it that way? I know you feel that you've said multiple times that you feel that you're a Mar Marylander. Um, but isn't that fair to say too, as well? Um, well, yes, I definitely am proud to be a Marylander, proud to be an American, but I would not, I wouldn't say that I'm competing with people from other countries. I think I just have a responsibility just because of, you know, being in this country, I feel I have a responsibility to, you know, push forward, um, you know, take the opportunities I have and use them to pursue my passions for human rights, for women's rights, um, and to live out the dreams that, I wouldn't have been able to have otherwise or have if I didn't live in this amazing country. Well, I, I wish you the, the absolute best. And I, I know that uh, you're working very hard at achieving your goals. So when you do win, I would love and hope that you would be able to come back and talk about your experience at nationals and, and talk about your reign. And as I've explained, expressed to you off off um off uh talk we'd love to to do a photo shoot with you and and to work with you just like we did your fellow sister hope so um heaven so uh we we definitely wish you the best and uh really want you to win so it would be phenomenal to finally have a maryland uh title holder uh with a national 
uh, title around her waist. So we'd be so proud of you if you could bring it home for us. So no pressure at all. So, <laughs> so oh. I know, I know that, that, that's a lot to put on your waist. So. No, it's okay. I hope so too. <laughs> Thank you. No. Um, and we really appreciate you coming on the show. I hope you had a great experience and, uh, I, I wish you the best. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Maria, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, when you spend all an hour talking to someone, you really learn in depth what really defines the person as a human being. And there's clearly a reason why they picked you and why you're representing our state. You're such a standout and such a star. And we're so proud of you to represent our state and uh, so thankful that you're representing our state. So we're really rooting for you. And uh, I hope you're coming back on our show as the national title holder. And uh, we wish you all the best in the world. As always, I want to thank my amazing subscribers for helping us get over 50 subscribers on our way to 100, then to 1,000, and then to 100,000, and then to a million. So we really appreciate all of our wonderful, wonderful followers. Continue liking and subscribing, telling people, sharing our, our videos. Don't forget, we have two podcasts here on the Total Focus podcast channel. We have the Total Focus, which you're listening right to right now, as well as our movie breakdown show with my famous co-host, Yvonne Carlos, where we talk about movies on the movie breakdown. And please share and like that show. And as always, if you like what you're hearing here, please stay tuned.